Welcome to the God's Word Gives Hope podcast, where we are passionate about connecting His Word to your life. This podcast provides opportunities to further feed your soul or simply be replenished by listening. We are glad you're here. Welcome back. My name is Amy. And I'm Janae. And we are in a four-part series called Fight Like a Girl. Thank you so much for your support. By the time this hits, we will have over 1,500 downloads, and that is because you are subscribing, sharing, and leaving reviews. And, you know, that helps all those crazy algorithms to figure out how important this is and that it needs to be shared so it can encourage other people. So thank you. Now is a great time to actually be a part and follow and be encouraged that way because we have a giveaway special going on during the Fight Like a Girl series. If you will share and tag us, then you are, your name will be put into a drawing for a giveaway. And we are giving away the guided journal by Susie Larson called Soul Care for the Battle. We have already given away two copies and we still have two more to go. I would also like to let our listeners know about the Thrive newsletter through my coaching business. It gives a brief life hack and has links to the blog and podcast. If you would like to be encouraged that way, go to my website, JanaeShatleyCamp.com and subscribe. And they can also subscribe for your newsletter through the GodsWordGivesHope.com website. It's super easy. So we're going to dive in. Last week, we covered part two of our four-part series, Fight Like a Girl. And if you haven't read the blogs, you're going to want to go catch up because it covers kind of the foundation of the series from Zechariah 10, where we're learning all of our battle tactics. The last two weeks, we have learned the power of asking God for help and the power of accepting the truth around our current battle. And this week's battle tactic is associate. I don't know if you've picked up on the A's, but we had the ask and then we had accept. And now this week we have associate. And these are not necessarily words that you would connect with fighting, but they are essential in our battle, in our victory. Absolutely. So we're going to take a look again at Zechariah 10 and figure out why associate is our word for this week. We'll be looking at verses 3, 5, and 7, and then adding in verses 11 and 12. For the Lord of heaven's armies has arrived to look after Judah, his flock. He will make them strong and glorious. Together they shall be like warriors. They shall fight, for the Lord is with them. Israel will be like a tribe of warriors. They shall pass through the sea of distress. I will make them strong in the Lord, and they shall walk in his name, declares the Lord. Did anybody catch on (laughs) to what I was doing there? There are so many references to the idea of community in here. Because when we look at these verses through the lens of community, it's easy to see how we associate ourselves plays a large role in how we come out on the other side. So again, words like flock, them, together, they, tribe, and warriors. You know, it's when we ask God for help, we accept the truth, and then we're partnering in this idea throughout the Bible of community and how others play such a big part in how God works. And I love the question from the blog, are we going to associate or isolate? And I think that question plays a key part in the conversation that we're having today. So I'm excited to dig into this story because although these ladies are not as well known as Esther or Ruth, 
um, they give us some really great lessons out of the Word. That's right. The first week we did talk about Esther and the role prayer played in saving her own life and her people. And then last week we discussed Ruth and the role that the truth of her situation played in fighting for the survive, her survival and the survival of her mother-in-law. Today, our tribe of women comes out of Numbers chapter 27, and they were literally from the tribe of Manasseh, one of the 12 tribes of Israel. I'm going to read their story from the NLT, beginning with verse 1. One day, a petition was presented by the daughters of Zelophehad, Mala, Noah, Hagla, Milcah, and Terza. How would you like to roll that off of your lips, moms? These women stood before Moses, Eleazar the priest, the tribal leaders, and the entire community at the entrance of the tabernacle. Our father died in the wilderness, they said. He was not among Korah's followers who rebelled against the Lord. He died because of his own sin, but he had no sons. Why should the name of our father disappear from his clan just because he had no sons? Give us property along with the rest of our relatives. So Moses brought their case before the Lord, and the Lord replied to Moses, The claim of the daughters of Zelophehad is legitimate. You must give them a grant of land along with their father's relatives. Assign them the property that would have been given to their father and give the following instructions to the people of Israel. Now, I'm not going to go read the rest of chapter 27, but in summary, these sisters advocated together and the laws changed to provide for women in cases like this. Provision for women when the men have passed away. So this was a bold move for them to go before the council like this. Yes, and I think, you know, if you're not familiar with the Old Testament or with some of the laws and practices in place, it's easy to miss why this is such a big deal. But, you know, at this time, there are laws in place around inheritance, and those can be found in Deuteronomy 25. But basically, if a man dies without a son, his land automatically goes to his brother. If you are a woman without a father or a husband, life could be incredibly difficult and scary for you. Our story begins while the Jewish people have been wandering for 40 years. And since this father had no son, his inheritance was to go to a brother. But these five women made a bold move in approaching Moses. This has never been done before. And when they approach him, you need to picture this isn't a closed door meeting. It says that the whole community is there. So think of like a stadium full of people watching you walk up to have this conversation. And I just pictured these women going arm in arm to ask for their inheritance. And what I love is they trusted God to lead them in this. And I love that Moses did the same thing. He heard their pleas. And instead of trusting his own knowledge or the way things have been done before, he went and brought it before the Lord. So he stopped and listened to these women and then asked God for wisdom. And God said, these women are right. I love that these women were not just looking out even for their current circumstances, because as you read more, this has to do with not just where they are in the wilderness right now, but looking to the future for when the Jewish people go into the land of promise. See, the people move into the land of promise and Moses doesn't go with them. And so these women have to once again approach the leadership that is now Joshua and even remind them, hey, this has been decreed for us. So when you talk about a bold move, 
These ladies had some guts, but I think that part of what was so incredibly valuable is that they are linking arms together as they walk up, not just before Moses, but also before Joshua and all of these leaders. I would like to just go back to that moment. I can only imagine standing in line, you know, five, and this isn't five giggly women. This is five sisters who have their livelihood at stake, the future of their family's livelihood at stake, and they're waiting their turn. I can only imagine the nervousness, the things that they might have been sharing with each other to try to encourage. This is what we're, you know, going over what they were going to say, how this was all going to go down. Do you think if Zelpha had only one daughter that she would have done this by herself? You know, I mean, we can't know for sure, but I think that would be terrifying. It's scary enough to go with four other people and approach, but I think this is an example of how we feel stronger together. You know, again, they're waiting in line, encouraging each other. We're not going to back down. We feel confident. We have asked. We've accepted that we do not, we're not happy with the place that we are at right now. And we have, we're going before God together, asking the Lord. That's right. And the Bible supports the power of community. And here are a few verses to remind us of this. In Acts, it tells us that the new church devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and prayers, and awe came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs had been done through the apostles, and all who believed were together had all things in common, and they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as they had need. We also have where Matthew recorded Jesus' teaching that where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. So there's this power present. Not that we don't have the presence of the Holy Spirit in power with us singly, but there is a power that is different when we come together in his name. Then we have Paul who told the Galatian church that we are to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ of Christ. So there's this idea that we're actually fulfilling the law. We're actually completing things that Christ has talked about when we come together and help one another out. And then in the book of James, we learn that when we confess our sins to one another and pray for one another, there is healing in that. There are so many more verses we could read, but the role of community associating yourself with those who can help you is biblical and expected. But let's go back to that question you threw out earlier, Amy. Will you associate or isolate? You want to speak to that? You know, as I was thinking about that, I started thinking, you know, this struggle and temptation to isolate, it goes all the way back to the garden, all the way back to the beginning, because Adam and Eve sin. And what do they do? They try to hide and isolate themselves from God. You know, we don't want someone to see those broken pieces in us. And I know usually in my case, that's a matter of pride. I cannot let you see that I don't have it all together or you're going to judge me. But right now, more than ever, personally with our family situation, what it is, I need people around me who I can be completely vulnerable with because life is really hard sometimes. And I need godly women in my life to provide a perspective when mine is skewed. I believe in the need for biblical community so much, it is literally my day job. Mm. My job is helping people connect to one another so they can study the word of God and be a source of support and ministry to each other and 
that really is how we impact the whole world with the gospel and the truth of who Jesus is. That's right. By the love that we have for each other, it will communicate to them that God is a part and active in our lives. We were not meant to do life alone, but in the context of community. And if you have a tendency to go it alone, God wants us to build an army. Mm. I talk about this more in the blog, but I just want to touch base on it right now. When I was struggling with depression, I was very isolated. I was trying to push through and everything in me wanted to pull away from people. And I did for quite some time. But in the steps towards health, when I started asking God for help, he definitely led me to reach out to others. And I built an army. Mm -hmm. It included a counselor. It included a psychiatrist and letting a few of my sisters in Christ know and then some of my family and definitely talking more openly about it with my husband. And all of those things came together were a part of me moving towards health and being able to, you know, fight this battle with depression. So the question is still out there for you as a listener. Wherever you are in your battle, have you utilized this third battle tactic and ask for help from others to come alongside? You know, it takes work to fight the lies of the enemy. And it is a hard battle sometimes, but it makes it so much harder when we do it alone. And just like the analogies that you hear all the time about the lions going after the prey, they don't go after the one in the middle of the the healthy group of yaks. (laughs) It's the one that's struggling by itself on Mm -hmm. the outside. Mm -hmm. So do not give in to the lies of the enemy, but instead grab arms with trusted believers and do battle together. Now, I'm really excited about our bonus episode for this week. And again, I know I say that every time, but they're all pretty amazing. I know you've listened to them. Yes, they are, Amy. They're so good. And you know, just like these sisters that we studied, they fought for something and impacted women generations after them. Our guest for this week has walked through some very hard things where isolation is such a natural approach. And yet she has turned it around. She is now coming alongside other women in these hard places and making an impact that I believe will have generational impacts. So I'm not going to tell you who it is. You're going to have to listen to find out. But again, you do not want to miss this week. So in closing, I'd like to read Hebrews 10.25 over you as a prayer as God shows us how to fight together in this battle. Lord, be with the people listening right now. God, help them to not avoid or stay away from meeting together, but instead bring them towards one another so that they can encourage each other, especially now as the day of your return is drawing near. Amen. The connecting doesn't have to stop here. We would love to have you join us at the God's Word Gives Hope blog to go deeper with the verse we discussed today. If you would like to learn more about life and leadership coaching with Janae, visit JanaeShatleyCamp.com. Finally, we would love a chance to talk with you more. Find us on Instagram or Facebook. All of these links are posted in the About Us on our podcast.